Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today we have an episode that's different than pretty much anything we've ever done before. We're going to be switching things up. We're going to be doing things differently. We're going to try a new format today and um, see kind of how that works out. But I'm really excited for this. I think I, potentially it could be a lot better. So I don't know. We'll see. But I, um, yeah. So um, one of the things we're going to talk about is what we've been watching this re- week, what we've been listening to, um, reading, like whatever we've been doing this week. We're just going to kind of um, let you know what kind of media we've consumed and um, what we got from that. And then we're going to talk about um, like this week in reality TV. We'll give you some pop culture news. And then we're also going to tell you um, about some exciting things that are going on in our lives. So I'm excited to dive right in here, but um, yeah. So what was the most, I guess, compelling thing that, that you watched this week, Michelle? Oh my God. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I think I really liked the episode of Survivor last week. Did you guys watch it? So I watched most of it like almost all of it but I I watch things like late at night and I just like don't stop and I fall asleep during the end of that so I didn't see the end but I do know who got eliminated um but yeah that was was I couldn't tell you the name of the person who got eliminated (laughs) you can I can can picture her but I can't remember what her name was um I want to say Justine but is that wrong no, that sounds right. I okay. So why I say that was the most compelling thing for me is because I didn't really like the premiere. I was a little bit bored by the premiere. I mean, between Survivor and the Amazing Race on that premiere night, I was like, this is this is getting very boring. Like it kind of dragged on, and I felt like this last episode of Survivor with the Beware Advantage that I think what is his name, Cody, the elevator salesman, Cody yeah. got. And how he had the advantage basically said he was losing his vote until he got a specific bead from everyone on his tribe from like, what was it attached to, to begin with their beads? I don't know. They just have like, I haven't watched it yet. I'm not sure what it was attached to. No, 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 go, go for no, it. No, that's fine. I'm, I'm too, you know me, I'm always behind on these shows, so. No, go yeah. for it, like, that's. Anyway, so everyone had, and he had to get a specific bead from everyone to get his vote back, and it just felt very high stakes to me because they needed his vote to get the person out that they wanted to get out, and it just was like, the way everything went down, I was like, I was very into it. That was probably my favorite thing that I watched. That's really weird. Have they ever done anything like that before? Like someone loses their vote and they have to do like a mini challenge to get their vote back? They've done the like this person, like the beware advantage before where people lose their vote and they, I can't, I'm trying to think of an example of what they had to do in the past, but it wasn't, it was never anything like this. It was the first time they did this kind I remember like in one, I don't know, I don't remember what season it was, but to get an advantage, they had to complete a task. Yeah. I don't know. 
I haven't watched enough seasons of Survivor. This is only, I think I've watched the last two live, and then I've gone back on Paramount Plus, and I've watched, like, a handful. So, I haven't oh, seen. Yeah. So, the examples, remember when they had to say those, uh, did you watch the season with Xander? Yeah. Yeah. So, they had to say those weird phrases. Remember phrases? that? Yes, yeah. I did. I rewatched that one, at, or not rewatched it, but watched it for the first time a few months ago. Yeah, so that was like the beware advantage then. So I don't know. I thought this was really cool. Interesting. Okay. Well, I clearly need to go back and watch that episode because I missed more than I thought I did. But um, yeah, so um, for me, I think the most compelling thing that I consumed this week was I listened to um, the Off the Vine podcast with Caitlin Bristow. And um, she had Clayton and Susie on both at the same time discussing their breakup. And it was just like, it was really sad. It was really Um, There was like a lot of conversation about like why they broke up. And obviously, I mean, that's kind of why they went on. But they both were super mature about everything. They seem like they have a ton of love for each other still. Um, But basically, like, the pressures of the the show, the online uh, like cyberbullying that was going on, and um, Clayton was getting you know like death threats and people telling him to kill himself, and he said that he kind of started to believe these people, and was at a point where you know like he didn't want to be on this earth anymore, and so. Um, he told Susie, you know, like, I know that or it was hard for them because he wasn't um, able to give her any, like, emotional stability because he was working on himself. She was working on herself because she also struggled with um, some of the attacks on her character since she took him back. There were a lot of people saying um, that she wasn't a feminist and, and stuff like that. And she was really struggling with that. And he was really struggling and he asked her to, you know, like, give me three months. I know that, like, I can be the partner that you need. Like, we just need to work through this. And so they tried to work on themselves individually well together for um, that period of time. But um, with Clinton's name being brought up in such a negative way, pretty much every single episode during the last season of The Bachelorette, um, he was still getting death threats. <laughs> and it hasn't stopped for him. And so, oh my God. yeah. And so um, he hasn't really been able to heal. And as much as, you know, they love each other, um, at one point they were both going to move to Phoenix together. They're going to move to Arizona. And that's where he's originally from. He has brothers there. And he was going to rejoin corporate America. And um, she was going to move with him and they were just going to have, you know, like some kind of stability. But then he started doing public speaking and speaking on mental health and he realized how passionate he is about that. And so she encouraged him to, you know, follow his dream and and do um, what he needed to do. But um, she was also going to do what she needed to do. So she was going to move to L.A. He was going to move to Arizona And they were still going to be together was the original plan. Um, But um, just they 
there's no real reason for it other than they 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 realize that um, they just can't be there emotionally for each other the way that they need to be to have a healthy relationship. And they didn't want to get to a point in their relationship where it was unhealthy. And so that's why they broke up. And it was just it was really sad and, and it, it, worth mentioning because, you know, the way that people talk to people online, you know, like those are real people and they have real feelings and it's, it's just terrible what, what people say. And the fact that it affected this relationship so much, you know, they said they don't know what'll happen in the future. They're not closing the door to anything, but at the same time, like they're the door, they're not, they're not really, they've only talked like a couple times since they broke up or whatever, you know? So, um, I don't know. It was just, it was really, really interesting to listen to, sad to listen to. And, um, I just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just such a real podcast that, um, is very emotional. You know, Caitlin, she even cried. She said she's only cried on three podcasts ever. And this was one of them. So, um, I don't know, just the cyberbullying that goes on because of some of these reality shows. I just, I really think that people need to realize that this is people's real lives that, that they're messing with and it's not okay. It's interesting that, uh, ABC, like, and the producers probably loved how he acted on his season and all the drama that came from it and, like, the girls crying and whatever. And he probably got them a lot of viewers and made the season what it was. And then the next season, it's like, okay, we're going to bash him every episode. It's like they, they, they drop him like a hot potato. I don't know. Um so well, I've heard rumors I don't of course know if it's true but I've heard rumors that like production was like really pissed at Clayton and Susie for getting back together um like behind their backs off camera oh I don't remember I didn't know that's what happened okay wait what happened it was like after the show aired you know or like um after filming ended um Susie and Clayton they they contacted each other and they started talking again like pretty much immediately after filming ended and um they didn't tell production right away and so they like got back together and it was like production kind of felt like they're the last to know type of thing is that is Susie who he picked no he well yes but um so Sue he wanted Susie but he that's why Gabby and Rachel were the bachelorettes because he like left them right after fantasy suites they didn't have anything after that and so um they left like broken up but then at the reunion or like the after after the final rose or whatever they got back together or like they said that they were back together but what happened in between filming because she like broke up with him on the show or whatever and um then she said that like pretty much immediately after filming ended like the next day or like two days later or something like that she reached out to him and like wanted to talk to him 
So she broke up with him and then he broke up with Gabby and Rachel and he left with nobody. Yeah. But then after the final rose, they said they were together but dating. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. So they just like broke up. So. I don't know. I mean, it's it's really sad, but, like, they were really cute together. They had, like, super cute TikToks and very cute social media presence, for sure. But um, they were really cute together. I liked them. But I just I just really feel for the way that they're feeling in these this moment, not just because of the breakup, but because of the reasons behind the breakup being so heavily... Um, really fan centered because they're because of their mental health yeah so what does Susie want to do in LA is she like she's like a videographer cool yeah okay well I'm sure they'll be they'll be okay like they, they they're yeah I think they'll be okay I think my reason they'll probably forget about Clayton and move on to the next. Tina will be the next victim. Oh my god! That yeah. everyone. So all Clayton did was sleep with two girls in a fantasy suite. Which how many bachelors have done that? I I mean it's not right. It's not like I mean on. the way he did it was like super not tactful. He did it in all the wrong ways. Like I'm not defending that at all. But like. If you, like, look at, if you take the paragraph down and you condense it into one sentence, that's what it is, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, guys, we're all on Twitter. Like, we've seen how brutal people can be. Yeah, I know. People, you know, I was thinking that, like, listen, I didn't like a lot of people on Big Brother this season, but people are being really fucking mean really mean like i saw people being really mean to jasmine and i'm like i'm all right i don't know like yeah she's not like the greatest but like also like they're playing a game and people are different when they're in a competitive setting when they're being filmed 24 7 like i'm not like trying to stand up for her because she was definitely not my favorite but like at the same time like that plays a role whether you like it or not it does I listen, I I'm not even I saw people being really mean to Turner. Like I don't even like Turner, but I'm like I demand like d- demanding they apologize for this, that, and the other. I'm like, mm-hmm. Okay. So after- Did y'all ever go on a reality TV show like with social media, how it is? Okay. These days. Yeah, I would, but I would be terrified. <laughs> um, I would not. <laughs> it would I don't be- think I would either. Not like I would ever get cast, but no, I just don't think I would. I mean, I've been attacked on Twitter, like, and I'm a nobody, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be for sure the hardest part. I think it would be really hard, but in the end, I think it would be worth it because first of all, all these people, once they go on these shows, they learn so much about themselves 
the majority of them, not all of them, but the majority of them have so much self-growth through, you know, like I heard, like, I can't remember who said it, but somebody said that in like reality TV, when you like go through an experience like this, it's like the growth that you do in a year is like the growth that you would have done in like five years. And so I think that that's really cool. I'd be, you know, like interested to see how um, that kind of thing affects things, but the worst I, I would be terrified of the the online stuff for sure but I think it would be worth it I don't know um Abby yeah, I'm scared of people <laughs> yeah yeah I don't have thick enough skin you know what making me think of the other thing I just saw that I thought was freaking horrifying on Twitter, uh, Swaggy C from Big Brother posted a video, a picture of his baby and said, like, I can't believe um, this is my daughter and I'm her father. And people were like, you're not like, look at the baby. You're not. What the fuck? I sent you that. I sent both okay. of y'all that. Thank you. OK, that's how I saw it, Bobby. <laughs> because I was kind of confused. Why were people saying that just because the baby was so light skinned? I, I think the baby's really light skinned with blue eyes. Horrible. Yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah, that's terrible. I think someone was trying to be like a smart ass because apparently there was always a rumor that Bailey and Tyler had had a thing that she cheated oh. with Tyler. Because Tyler had a crush on her before Angela. Everyone had a crush on her. Casey had a crush on her. Tyler had a crush on her. Yeah. Um, okay. And speaking of, okay, this totally, I'm just going from one thing to the next. Good. Did Angela and Tyler break up? Okay. I saw that. I don't know. No, it's a rule. It's I, people are trying to start the rumor. It's kind of like, they're trying to be funny. I, I think from what I've seen, apparently she's been in Bali for like over a month. And they're uh -huh. not, he's not liking her pictures, they said. Oh, then maybe they did, because so, someone was like, stop, like, stop perpetuating this rumor, but maybe it's not. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely saw that, too. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. Um. Did Kyle and Alyssa already break up? I think so. I like saw that their families didn't like each other and a lot of the cast didn't want them to be together. So yeah, I think they broke up. And then I saw something earlier today. Um, I guess we'll just, you know, obviously if you don't know, if you've been living under a rock, Taylor was the winner of Big Brother. And since then, her and Joseph have been spending a lot of time together. And I saw a clip today where she asked him like, um interview style um she said like um so where do we stand or something like that and he's like well um we are are like going on a cruise together so you tell me or something like that so I think that they are very close to dating if not dating I'm glad that's cute I think so too. 
And I also saw that Taylor, Joseph, and Monty appear are going to be making an appearance on The Bold and the Beautiful. Um, they couldn't say when it aired, but yeah, so that's that's cool too. Happy for them for sure. Oh, that's gonna be good. Yeah. Um Joseph and Taylor are my favorite. Like I really like Joseph. So Joseph and Taylor are my favorites from the season. So I like them together. I know, same here. I like really, I really like Joseph. Honestly, like I love Taylor. She's my favorite, but like, I don't know. Joseph is right up there. He's basically my favorite too. Yeah. I, I, if he lasted till the end, he probably would have been my favorite. Yeah, I agree. He would have probably won. He's like the only person that could have beat her. Maybe Michael. Yeah, true, 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 true. Um, but I like that he is uh, like confident enough in himself and didn't let the Monty thing deter him from what he wanted, like Monty and Taylor's relationship. I'm sure he also understands by now that Taylor was led to believe that he screwed her over. Yeah. Yep. They, yep. yep. You know. In the clips, they've seen the clips, they know everything. And actually, I think I saw an interview where they said, um, telling people to stop tagging them and things because like they they don't need to see anymore i i love that because it's like at what point is enough enough like they realize what happened mm -hmm. either they're going to forgive the people and move on or they're going to choose not to but there's no point to keep like rehashing it right exactly so yeah so that's our our big brother news um so this challenge documentary we had parts three and four air last week i watched that um i know michelle you did too yep i did watch it um i i, I think we're, we're kind of talking about this before we got on but i think christy and i both agree that part three and four were better than part one and two yes for sure and I'm interested to see, um, you know, what what they show tonight in tonight's episodes, too. But because um, we're recording this on on Wednesday night for <laughs> um, reference there. But yeah, I don't know if my DVR is going to pick it up because I had Amazing Race, Survivor recording, Housewives of Beverly Hills, Salt, Housewives of Salt Lake City, the ch two episodes of The Challenge. My DVR, I don't know what got picked up. I don't know. I, I may miss <laughs> uh that's funny um well hopefully you'll be able to watch it if not i'm sure there'll be like some other way you can watch it i know that there's like i don't know mtv.com and stuff i know that some people said that um it's not on paramount plus which i think is super weird but it's not that's what i heard oh okay is challenge um 38 gonna be on paramount plus um i heard rumors that it is but i I have no idea if that's true. Um, okay, so part three and four of the challenge docu documentary, we had they were talking about the underdogs and the greatest of all time. And I thought that these were like the best segments. Like honestly, I was like not even like, I don't know, a minute or two into the underdogs episode, and I was like, I wasn't crying, but I was I was feeling the feels, that's for sure. So, um, is there anyone that, like, really stood out to you, Michelle? Okay. 
I, I love these episodes and things in these episodes. Listen, I know they only have a certain amount of time, right? But things in these episodes stood that stood out to me were like, who was left off more so than who was included? Like, to me, there were so many like glaring omissions. But for the underdogs episode, I just love that they include Sarah Grayson and her story arc. And I think she her personality to me is just so compelling still. And I loved her back then and I love her now and I want her to do something on the show. That would be cool. Yeah, no, her interview, I mean, her segment was kind of long too. I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe they were all the same, but it seemed like they talked a lot about her and her story of, you know, going into five eliminations and winning the challenge and being one and done. It, it was a- what what show was she on? Because I recently, y'all know, I rewatched them all, and not all of them are on Paramount Plus. So she must have been on one that wasn't on Paramount Plus. Because oh, Gauntlet, the Gauntlet, the first one. Yep. Yeah, it must not have been on Paramount Plus. Hmm. The first ten seasons weren't on. Right. Yeah, I actually like saw a thing today that Tina was tweeting. She's trying to see what she can do to get it access to those seasons or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay, go Tina. Right. Wait, right. Can I, I'm sorry, guys. Can I pause this? Kyler came out and she wants to say something. Wait, what It's the one with the dark hair. Thank you for a present. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome, Kyler. She realized I, I told her I was doing my podcast. I guess it just clicked because she just ran outside. She goes, I need to. Can I thank her for giving me the, my present? Oh, <laughs> do you like your makeup, Kyler? Yeah. Frozen makeup already. Yeah. She, my mom got her some frozen makeup. So oh, she, now she just fun. has extra. Mommy even had to put some of it on. <laughs> she, she wanted me to test it out. Okay, okay, baby. That was really sweet. Okay, sorry. Go back to the... No, that's great. Um, okay, so no, we were talking about the underdogs. Um, I loved Devin Simone's story about how she finished that final when productions all had bets on like when she was going to quit. And I just... Yes. That was awesome. I thought that was so I I I thought I really liked that episode. Um so was there anyone that you wanted to be included in it that, that wasn't included in that part? You know, honestly, it's somebody who was featured in the greatest of all times. I would have put Anissa in the underdogs. I thought I what what happened with that? Did they just like screw up the timing and they're like, we filmed this Anissa? segment and we don't have room for it in the underdogs episode <laughs> like what why was I, she in the greatest of all time because uh, because back when she first started she was good at elimination wins correct me if i'm wrong she's the only one oh no cam didn't win a challenge either mm-hmm. okay she's not the only one. Oh, cam was listed as one of the greatest yeah yep. oh i love that I love, 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 love that Cam was listed as one of the greatest of all times because not only is she Are You The One rep representation, which obviously I love, 
but also she is the only non-real world road rules person to get their own featured segment in both the underdogs and the greatest of all time good oh that's awesome i can't wait to watch um who do you who did you think was missing for the underdogs okay i had a bunch okay katie should definitely have been on the underdogs okay interesting um and then the other person that stood out to me was Brandon Nelson. Um, Cause he just, cutthroat uh, just kept getting thrown in and thrown into elimination and coming back. And like, to me, he just is like one of the big underdogs of the show of all time. Um, I loved then, him. Even PJ was like, I don't know what y'all are thinking throwing your best player in. Yes, I agree. I really liked him. And then I was, not that I really like him, but I was surprised they didn't try to squeeze Big Easy in there somehow. Oh, for an under, interesting, interesting. Yeah. And I also, I have to say, I love John A's segment. Um, of course, you know, I thought it was cool how they said, um, they thought that she was going to be good when she first started, but she wasn't there to win. Like, she didn't care about that. And then when she started caring about winning, obviously, we've seen what she can do. So... I don't know. I love that so much. I love John A. She's in, she's one of my favorite challengers. Yep. I loved it too. Well, speaking of that, you know, I'm not just a huge John A fan. And one of my clients told me today that she listened to our first podcast. Oh God. And she's going to, you know, she's like, I finally started listening. She's all into reality TV. And um, she goes, I really like it. How you and that one girl, like, don't she's like I've only listened to the first one but y'all don't really agree on much I'm like oh keep listening I was like me and Christina agree on almost nothing except for when it came to like F Boy Island we agreed a lot yeah yeah but she's like I like it that y'all all three aren't just like oh yeah yeah you know like agreeing with each other <laughs> so true yeah so in the first episode Christina she noticed that me and you are not on the same page on <laughs> a lot of things funny um, yeah, well, we make it work. And I think it makes for a better episode, honestly. Um, okay, so what about the greatest of all times? We talked a little bit about Cam and Anissa being on there. But the biggest thing that I think everybody is talking about is the fact that at least Cara got a, a like, I don't know, 10-minute segment. And she was featured as one of the greatest of all times because, of course, she, like, had to be because what would they be doing if they didn't do that? But why she was not on at all. And it is an uproar. I mean, it it is. Well, it should be. That's something really serious must have happened. I mean, how could there be that much, like, and hate towards her to not have her on that documentary. Right. And especially like, I think a lot of people attributed it to the fact that, um, you know, like Polly, he made that video and then they weren't on the next season and he supposedly failed his psyche eval, whatever, you know, people say. And I think everybody thought that Kara wasn't going back because Polly wasn't going back. But then Polly was featured on the document. Documentary. Sorry. So... There was some, God, I listened to a podcast a long time ago. It may have challenged 
Mania, where a guest was on, and there were rumors already circulating that Cara was not going to be asked, and she had apparently told, maybe she was the guest, and she had called out, like, I think, Bananas, or production for paying Bananas what what they paid him and how she got so much so much less even though she was real i mean she was definitely the female face of the show yeah, once camilla yeah. once camilla left um so i don't know if she got in trouble for for her outing how much she was making and that was maybe a big i didn't realize that that happened but that makes sense it was a couple, I mean, it was it was right after, it was in between the season she was on, I guess, what, War of the Worlds 2? And then she, Total Madness. no, she was on Total Madness. No, they weren't on Total Madness. Okay, yeah, so it was, yeah, in between those that she was on a podcast. Or maybe it was, maybe it was during Total Madness when she was on this podcast. Well, but she had I- talked about that, so... She was on recently. Um, so another thing that media I consumed was I attended the um, Challenge Mania Hall of Fame on Friday and, and on their Zoom. And that was Cara Maria was one of the people that was inducted in. It was Cara Maria, Veronica, Alton, and Brad. And... Um, she seemed very hurt by something. She didn't really want, like, she, you know, she didn't go into a whole lot of detail. Um, but she, she, and the words that she said, I can't, I can't remember exactly. But um, yet, she seemed very, very hurt by the situation. You know, she would love to come back, and um, Holly was obviously there helping to um, induct her into the Hall of Fame. She asked for. Um, Emily Longaretta to be there or yeah Emily Longaretta to be there and so she was also there and um, Mark Long he was there as well so those were the three people that were there to induct Cara Maria into the Challenge Mania Hall of Fame and um, Mark Long said that like if he has anything to do with it if there's any producers or anything that he can talk to um, he would love to see Cara Maria on the next season of All-Stars. So that would be awesome. Hopefully that can happen. But, um, you know, who knows? I mean, I like, listen, I know everyone is so pro bringing her back and how and like how wrong she's been. And she was annoying, like annoying as shit. Like, I, I don't started. explain it. Like she she made so many. I think she just like totally made so many enemies of like the producers but by how she acted and oh yeah and like especially like during Jordan and Tori's like moment or whatever you know and and I think that production like really wanted that to be like this like beautiful moment and we have like Kara scoffing about it you know so I don't know I think and even after like she did some interview where she was like i'm retiring for, retiring from the challenge then the next day she's like oh i didn't mean it i'm not retiring oh th-. like i i don't know she annoys the shit out of me i have to be honest no i i stopped liking her i used to love her and i really turned against her the past few seasons i just did not enjoy her at all and she was just miserable on war of the worlds too 
but I agree but she is one of the greatest but she still should have been i think included in the documentary yeah well did she take out of the running of it when she like made all those comments about covid's not real etc i don't know something she i'm not I, I don't think they're just not bringing her on i'm thinking something she did like was pu- pushed her pushed past the the point of making her being able to return i don't don't know what what thing it was but wasn't i don't know i don't know if anyone does too? what but wasn't Polly saying stuff like that too i think so yeah but and he's the, on what what is it like okay so Polly's on because he is big brother representation so he's one of the first people to be on the challenge that was from Big Brother. Obviously, they're not going to ask Victor. They could ask Natalie Negrotti, but, like, she did not have good commentary. I'm not surprised they didn't ask her. Polly is a character. I think that Davon probably would have been a better choice, especially considering she hosts the official challenge podcast. But I understand why they chose Polly. Polly is good representation as far as Big Brother coming into the challenge is concerned. Yeah. Hey, Christina. Mm-hmm. Stop speaking for me. What? What? <laughs> what? I just got a text from Paul. Oh. <laughs> well, he asked. Um, I said, I'm recording the podcast right now. Christina needs to stop volunteering me for stuff. And I said, laugh out loud, I'm in. Uh, but you said that you wanted to be in line. I know. I said, I know. I do remember. I said, no, I told him. I, I was just messing. I was like, laugh out loud, I'm in. I'm going to I'm gonna do it. But yeah, this whole text, like Christina said, you might want to do the season 38. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be fun. I but, did. I forgot about that. I was like, let me know next time. Yeah. So I did. So I did. Cause he was like, he wants to add more people to it. And he was like, does anybody know anybody who'd be interested? And I said, I think Abby said that she was last season. So God, you know, I don't remember what I say the day before, <laughs> so. but yeah. So um, so anyway, about the, the goats, I told, listen, I'm glad they included Cara. She deserved to be there. But what about Ashley Mitchell? Yeah. Excuse me. He wasn't on that? Ashley, no. I was so disappointed that Ashley wasn't on. I mean, they talk about banana stealing the money. Obviously, Johnny has to be on. Like, that's a given. But the fact that they didn't bring up Ashley stealing, like, the first person to get a million dollars on the challenge, like, yeah, I totally agree with you. That was one of the biggest people I thought that they left off, for sure. We could have dropped Anissa and added Ashley. Oh, 100%. Well, y'all just, I'm sorry, will y'all just tell me real fast who was on it for the greatest of all time? So, do you want to know the underdogs, too? Sure, go for it. Okay, so the underdogs were Sarah Grayson, Nani, Leroy, Devin, um, Devin Simone, that is, um, DM, John A, which I was crying during the DM point. Honestly, oh. I really was. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then Jordan and Derek. Derek. And then the greatest of all times were Cara Maria, Wes, 
Laurel, CT, Bananas, Anissa, Darrell, The Miz, and Cam. Whoa, I think they kind of nailed the greatest of all time. Besides uh, having... Besides Ashley. And I'm not having Ashley, yeah. And, and why, was, why was Jordan an underdog and not greatest of all time? Oh, yeah, that was my the thing I was just going to say. I think that Jordan, I don't think of him as an underdog. I think of him as greatest of all time. But they yep. talk a lot about his disability. Okay, okay. That's, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you got to remember, like, they have to cut all these episodes to, like, 40 minutes or 41 minutes or whatever the hell. Mm -hmm. And it's like... They probably, I don't know, they probably, I wonder if they, like, had to tweak some things. Because I can't imagine why Anissa was the greatest of all time and not underdog. It makes no sense. And why Ashley wasn't in there. She was by far the biggest one um, that I just, I was shocked she wasn't in there. And then the yeah. other thing that I thought was very noticeable was... Mm -hmm. The amount of camera time that Tori got. Okay. Was Tori in one of the greatest of all time? No, she wasn't. She was just interviewed a lot. And I'm shocked. Notice that because I cannot stand her. I'm shocked I did not notice that. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make me want to watch it anymore. Abby's not going to watch it. <laughs> she talks, I mean, and like the way that she talks about Jordan, like, did this film after season 38? Because the way she was talking about Jordan, she was just, it was so like, almost like with endearment. It was nice. I, I do recall that. It was nice. I don't know. I'm very interested to see, like, I'm pretty sure that one of the episodes today talks about like the romance of the challenge. And so I'm very interested to see what is said about Tori and Jordan and what they have to say about it too because it seems like they're going to be featured. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so is there anything else you guys want to say about the documentary? Uh, the only thing I will say is I think Ashley Mitchell was the most egregious left off the goat, but also, I was hoping to see, like, and I know they can't include everyone, but I thought, like, oh, Veronica could have been included. Evelyn could have been included. Mark could have been included. Landon could have been included. Maybe Sarah. But I know they can't include everyone. So I'm ha I'm happy, for the most part, with who they picked. I think so, too. And I could even see them even including, like, a Brad with how well he just performed on All Stars. But I think he might still have a little bit to prove before, you know, he's considered one of the greatest of all time. But, um, yeah, I, 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 Brad, I, like I really that. enjoyed the story that they told about the, the Miz and how, you know, they even took it back to like his um, original season when he was pretending like, you know, he was a wrestler or whatever. And mm -hmm. Yes. It was, cool. I loved him so much on that season. It was cool. It was really cool to watch for sure. So is there any other like media or anything you, either of you have consumed um, this last week that we can talk about? I haven't listened to any podcasts, just drama and stuff that we've seen on Twitter, which I think y'all already. Yeah. 
pretty much touched on it all. I'm behind on everything. I've been watching this week. I've been watching Bachelor in Paradise. Um, Okay, so let's talk about that. Well, I'm still not finished with it. Okay, so which episodes have you watched? I've watched one, two, and like half to three-fourths of three. I've watched one and half of two. Okay. So or maybe not even half. I haven't even gone to the first rose ceremony yet. So maybe not even close to half. But uh, can that's you talk about how different Lace's experience is this season versus when she was originally on? I think the most interesting thing about it is that, okay, so I also listened to Lace. She was interviewed on um, Bachelor Happy Hour and Almost Famous podcast last week. Okay, I know I listen to a lot of podcasts, guys, but like I listen to them when I'm getting ready for work in the morning. I listen to them when I'm setting up at work. I listen to them when I'm closing at work. Like what I do other things while I'm listening, but... (laughs) I do listen to a lot of podcasts. That's good. You can give us all the information because I just don't have. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know. Like for me, it's like, I'm interested. I want to hear these things. But like, also like when I'm just like at night at, at Tico's counting money, like, why can't I listen to this podcast at the same time? Like, of course I can, you know, I'm like, I'm the only one in the office. So I don't know. So I, I do, I, I consume or like when I'm driving, you know, that's like what my Bluetooth connects to. I just, that's what I, what I, um, what I listen to a lot of the time. But when you're hobbies. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I listened to, um, Lace on Bachelor Happy Hour and Almost Famous. And one thing I thought was really interesting is that she kept, keeps referring to season three of Bachelor in Paradise as my season of, of Paradise. Whereas, like, now I want to be like, no, Lace, like, this is your season two. Like, embrace it, you know, like, make it your season. I just, I don't know. That's one thing that really, but yeah, you're totally right. She's completely different, um, completely different experience. And maybe part of that, too, is because she has, she's not the crazy Lace that she kind of used to be as much as she, um, I don't know, like, I kind of helped her persona, you know, as far as like people knowing and recognizing her. She's not really like that this time around. Besides the birthday thing, which was the funniest thing in the entire world. She's like, I just went with it. (laughs) I loved it. You watched the premiere too of Paradise, right, Michelle? Oh, yeah, I loved her. She was my favorite person on it. I thought she had such a big personality. She's clearly a vet, that's for sure. So you've only watched episode on one, is that right? Yeah, she's still on her. I'm like, she yeah. had like first interview to me. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, so I'm. Um, she ends up getting a, a rose. I think that the rose ceremony was was just in episode three. Um, but Wait, she got a rose. She's still there. Yeah, she got a rose from um Jacob. And it was awesome when he gave it to her because he's like, you are as beautiful as you are iconic. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Which, I don't even, I can't even picture Jacob. <laughs> Jacob is Tarzan. <laughs> oh, the one with the leaf. Oh, does, did he's they a, have a connection or did he just give it to her because no. he wanted her to stay? Yeah. He's a plant. They, he does whatever they tell him to do. Put on a loincloth. Like, he's the plant. Come oh, my on. God. Talk okay, you know who the plant is? The plant is Kira. Oh. Who's that though? Hold on, I gotta look it up. 
Oh, she's awful. I could not stand Kira. Swaz, you're going to hate us for this because I know she's your girl. But What? Swaz, we need to talk. Why does he like her? I know, right? That's what I thought. <laughs> he, like, loves her. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, uh, She goes home, so. That's... I thought the chat was hot last night. There was, like, when I got to it, there was over 100 messages. I'm like, all right, I'm out on this. There's no way I can touch it. <laughs> Yeah, that that uh, yeah, I haven't read through them either. Okay, so the funnest thing I think about that chat is a, for side note for people listening that don't know, like there's a group chat um on Twitter that some of us are in that we talk about The Bachelor. So if you're interested in The Bachelor, you want to talk about it, then let us know. We can probably add you to it. Um but yeah, so that chat was going crazy last night for sure. We were talking about all sorts of things. Oh, all right. Maybe I'll catch. Maybe I'll have to catch up on it. It just when I came in and it was said like 150 unread messages. I was like, I can't, like. I don't blame I, you. I don't blame you at all. But we talked a lot about um like the Clayton and Susie stuff. We talked a lot about um just some of the stuff that happened. The people that went home. Um. Yeah, we yeah we just talked a lot about what was going on in Bachelor Nation. I guess. But isn't Paradise so much more fun, Michelle? Yeah, I like. I really liked it, and it, I didn't not watch it because I didn't like it or anything. It's been a crazy week. Otherwise, I, I would have watched it already. It's on my DVR. Um, and I'm sorry, but they have the best opening of all time of any show of all time. With the okay, what do you, what do you like about it? I mean, I love it too. But what do you like about it? I just like how they all do their own like goofy little persona things and they're making fun of themselves it's just mm -hmm. fun i don't I have to watch it okay i'm excited i won't fast forward through it yeah, yeah I, no don't fast forward through it it is great i love see they i mean they just do some stupid shit it's so funny it's very funny um Okay, so as far as the premiere is concerned, do we have any first thoughts on who we think is going to be together, who we think is going to cause the most drama? What are our first thoughts? What do you guys think about Victoria coming in? All of that. Well, since I've only watched the first one and some of the second one, I still, and I haven't watched The Bachelor in a few seasons or The Bachelorette, I don't know a lot of these people, so I don't even know gotcha their names yeah so I can't be like oh this person and this person um because their names I don't know yet um well you know how I felt about Victoria coming in I can't stand her you love her love her I mean I didn't necessarily love her during her season I liked her but I I I, I don't know sometimes when they're just like off your show it's like it's or off she took so many years off she did she dated people and like she was like in like the um I guess like reality news world, but she was not appearing on anything. And I just I love that she came back. I just I didn't like how like every girl was saying how they were intimidated by her and she was so beautiful. And I'm like, have y'all looked at you? Like I think I think her name's Genevieve. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the one with the guy who does all the mean faces or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I really like her. What I've watched so far, and I'm like, I don't want you to be. I think she's stunning. Genevieve is main character vibes. Like, holy cow! I saw if you look at Bachelor data, it says that 
she got 14 minutes of airtime. I can't remember if it was in episode two or three. I think it was episode two. And um, the person who got the second minute, second most amount of minutes of airtime got seven minutes of airtime. Wow. I didn't even recognize that, that she got so much. I just think she's beautiful. And I don't know. I'm up to Victor. Now I know what I'm up to since we brought up Victoria. I think she, she, she's interviewing the guys or she's talking to the guys. So doesn't she pick Genevieve's guy for the date? She does. So I don't know anything after that. So I don't know if he gets the rose. So, okay. Don't say anything. I know. I know y'all probably want to talk about it, but I want to. He hasn't watched it either. I'm the only one that's seen it. Okay. I want to be surprised by that. Um, I hope she does stay. Do you know who I do not like mm-hmm. is um, Jill? Me. Yes. That's a girl who was fighting with Kira, who yeah. I didn't like either. Mm-hmm. But what is going on with her antics and facial expressions in the confessionals? She's a lot. She's She's something else. And it's not the cute kind. It's not like the... Oh, that's endearing. You're kind of a nutcase. I'm like, dude, you're a nut job. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I hope Jill takes a few seasons off and maybe we see her again when she's more mature because this, this ain't it, girl. <laughs> yeah, I was not feeling her at all. So even though I didn't I like Kara, was not I wasn't feeling Haley. Haley? At all. At all. I don't know which one she is. Well, keep watching because I don't know. She she had a thing with like Logan and yeah, I'm not a fan. Okay. What are your f- first impressions, Michelle? Well, on the first episode, I'm sorry. I'm looking at everyone's names because I don't know names. <laughs> on the first episode, I really liked Andrew. And then I want to say I like on this show that they had guys over 35. And they should have some women over 35. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, They did have a few guys over 35. Yeah, Michael A. And shoot, what's his name? Chris, is that right? I'm looking at a picture of the cast. Was his name tall, skinny guy. Did I make that up? Was his name Casey or something? Casey, yes. Oh, wow. I'm good. I'm not even seeing this picture. All right. Good job. Yes, you're totally right. Um, Good job. That's because in my 30s, that's what I like to see is some people in their 30s, too. It doesn't have to be all of them, but. Right. Yeah. And like I said before, Lace was my favorite character from like her birthday to when Logan called her. What did he call her? Loose or Ooh. something? I was fucking dying. That was hilarious. I was dying. I would be too. Like, if someone didn't know my name or. That's so funny. Oh, Lace. Lace, Lace, Lace. Yes. I'm so happy that she got a rose. And the way Jacob gave it to her, of course, was just like the best thing, you know, like you're as beautiful as you are iconic because that she is, she is definitely iconic. That's for sure. And we see some more iconic people um, in episode three of Bachelor in Paradise. Um, We get to see Ashley and Jared make an appearance. And so that's really cool, Um, except for kind of weird just because 
Okay, so do either of you like know the story about Ashley and Jared at all? Yes, I watched her on both seasons act like a crazy person. And then I watched her on Wonder Games and she was with Kevin, Kevin, who who met his now wife on Paradise. Right. And Jared wanted nothing to do with it. They were best friends, but he wanted nothing to do with her romantically. Yeah. For years. Well, that's not necessarily true, but kind of. So they like dated on Bachelor in Paradise at first, but then he was like not interested in her and kind of shut things off. And um, so then between um, their first season and their second season, season two and season three, um, they dated and had a thing in between seasons and so that's why when she went back on to season three of bachelor in paradise she was like we're going back on the show and like we're gonna get together we're gonna be together but then he was already like seeing kayla and that's like not really why he went down there and he was not you know like interested in her she dated wells and then she went on bachelor winter games where she started dating kevin and ashley's known she was like one I could, I mean, she, she was very known for, um, being a virgin and being very vocal about being a virgin. And, um, she lost her virginity to Kevin. And so when she started dating Kevin, um, that made Jared realize his feelings for her. So there was one time that Ashley was in Mexico with Jade and Tanner, um, and Jared flew down there to like profess his love for Ashley and they kissed, but she was still with Kevin. So she was like, I have to um, honor my relationship and see it through to its fullest and like whatever. And so her and Kevin stayed together for not much longer um, before she ended up breaking up with him. And her and Jared were seen at Stagecoach um, together like a couple months after that. If so, and they've been together ever since. They're married, they have a kid now, Dawson. And yeah, that's the Ashley and Jared story. So I just think it's weird though that they're on Bachelor in Paradise though as like the success couple because although they are a Bachelor success couple, they weren't successful on Paradise. They were successful on their own. Were they the only couple that was brought back? Because maybe some other couples will be brought back. Um, so far this, this season, but I feel like they bring back a couple every season. Like last season, they brought back, um, Kaylin and Dean. Um, I never expected them to last. No. So it's really good that they have. Yeah. Good for them, for sure. Um, yeah, so that's kind of, I guess, Bachelor in Paradise news. Um, what other... What other things in reality um, are you guys looking forward to? I guess like this that happened last week that are happening this next week. What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to I just rewatched on Netflix uh, season. Well, I don't know what the season numbers are, but the two celebrity seasons of The Mole on Netflix. And it was so freaking good. I highly suggest watching it. It's just so funny. It's hilarious. Um, but they're bringing the mole back on Netflix. And that I think that's coming out this week. So I'm really looking forward to that. 
Oh, that's fun. Netflix. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I'm very excited. Okay. But this these seasons are so funny. And the cat, I couldn't get over how good the cat, it was like such diverse casting. Like on season two, there was um, Dennis Rodman. And then there was Tracy Gold from Growing Pains. And then there was like Stephen Baldwin and Mark Curry. And then uh, if you remember from MTV, Ananda Lewis was on it. It was like such diverse casting. I'm like, whoever cast this show did a great job. It was compelling people. It was really good. Hmm. That's cool. And I just thought Dennis Rodman's going to be on the new Surreal Life. So this guy is still doing reality TV. Huh. I love that's it. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Is there any, like, what other, you know, like, this week in reality news have, have either of you two seen? Um, I guess one thing that I saw, um, Cheyenne, who was on the challenge and are you the one and is currently on Teen Mom? She got married, and um, Nelson and Devin were the only two people um, that I saw that were there from her. Um, are you the one in the challenge seasons? Did Corey go? Corey, I did not see there, no. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was cool that, um, you know, Cheyenne finally got married. So um, congratulations to her and her husband, Zach. Um, Michelle, do you want to talk about some of the other reality news that we heard about this week? Um, what? So what we talked about Taylor winning. Oh, Melinda from Real World Austin mm -hmm. had her baby boy. And I love seeing that. I was so happy for her. It like made me so happy. Her husband posted a picture of the baby fresh out, <laughs> but it made me so happy. Yeah. Really the big baby too. I'm like, Oh my God. It was I'm like, this baby was bigger than my baby. Cause I, I remember <laughs> scared of how big rat was going to be, but her baby was like nine pounds or something. So, like a big boy too. Yeah. And they named him um, Hayden Thomas Collins. So that's cool. And and I saw Melinda when she was pregnant in Kansas City. So that was cool to see that um, she had her baby and everything's healthy, it seems, and everything's good. So that's awesome. And her um son, her older son is so cute. So I'm sure this baby is going to be so cute, too. Um, Another thing that happened, Hocus Pocus 2 came out. I haven't watched it yet. Have either of you watched it or do you plan on watching it? I watched it on opening night. <laughs> okay how was it well the mistake we made is we watched the original first so That's my expectations sky high I'm gonna do well my expectations were sky high after that. <laughs> I was like wow I love this I mean I, I'm like I'm being stupid because I watch it pretty much every year but I was like wow I love this movie I'm so excited and then I didn't love it it was okay Five out of ten. Oh no. Okay. So I'm not, not saying it's bad. It's okay. It's okay. passable. There's some fun scenes. There's some fun moments. Didn't love it. Have you it's always hard to meet the original? Have you watched I, it? No, I have not watched it. But you know what? I'm not one of those people that watches Hocus Pocus every year. <laughs> Abby just called me a loser. 
<laughs> no, not just you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I feel like a lot of people do. I didn't yeah. realize how yeah. popular that movie was. I, I liked it when I watched I think I've only seen it at once, twice, maybe. And it's been a long time since I've seen it. I just didn't know how, like, how popular it was. My brother reminded me that he and I, my dad took us to go to the theaters to see the movie. And my brother got so scared during the scene where Sarah Jessica Parker, like, pulls up on her broom to the window that my dad and brother had to leave the theater. And they left me in the theater by myself to finish watching the movie. <laughs> oh, no. I don't remember. My brother has such good memory. What year did it come out originally? I don't even remember. Well, it's the 29th anniversary this year. So what? Uh, I can't. Shut up. 1993. God. Holy cow. Oh, God. He was oh, young. Hey. Four. That's crazy. Wow. Perfect. Um, okay, so is there any other, um, like, pop culture, reality news that you two want to talk about um, before we kind of, uh, I can give a fantasy update for Survivor in Bachelor in Paradise, and then, um, I guess, talk a little bit about if we had anything exciting going on in our lives this week. I know, Abby, you had a lot of exciting things going on in your life this week. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's it. Okay, so for our survivor fantasy league right now in first place is actually peter which peter is um if you guys don't know um he's the one that created the um reality tv fantasy yes i did know that name okay so i didn't that was him though okay so he is yeah and it's it's fun because i've, I've talked to him a few different times about a, a couple different things and I know um, Paul talks to him kind of a lot, but he um, follows our podcast page. And whenever I've tweeted about um, fantasy and stuff, he always retweets it and he's supportive of us. So um, he's currently in first in our Survivor League and Paul is in second. Um, we actually had somebody, it looks like, join this week. Um Abby, do you know who Jara, J-A-R-R-A-H is? I don't know who that is, but she just joined our league. Wait, say it again? Jara, J-A-R-R-A-H. Mm -mm. Well, um, that brings us to 22 people in this league. So I'm really happy with the amount of people signed up for this. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm in six. Um, Michelle, you are in 12th. And Abby, you're in 15th. So that's how we're doing. But our, um, I guess, top three were Peter, Paul, and JP so far this week. And then when we go over to our Bachelor in Paradise League, um, I was kind of late on setting that up. So that might be part of the problem. But um, I know a lot less people in our audience watch that too. But we have eight people in that league. And our episode two and three were actually scored today so these are updating updated scorings and wow. yeah so swaz is in first which i know you're going to be so excited when you hear this um so oh, i get off his team i gotta make some trades and see who he has 
right? Um, and I also need to like look at these point values because it's like kind of crazy that we're already at eight hundred and twenty-eight points with. But that's okay. Whatever. Um, Caitlin is in second place, and Michelle Lopez is in third place right now. So, um, and I'm in I think it's half, half the points that Swaz has. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, and then I think it's funny because in sixth, seventh, and eighth places, me, Abby, and Michelle. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> oh my god, I suck at this one. <laughs> Am I in last in this one too? No, no Michelle it's me. Is. And I have like a hundred points less than you, Abby. I'm like, I really suck. Um, you must have Kira in or something because she goes home. Maybe that's what. Because I'm pretty sure. You yeah, I did you lose a lot of points for a contestant going home can we switch people out yeah so with paradise we're allowing three swaps so with survivor you're allowed one swap with um bachelor in paradise you're allowed three swaps so in order to swap you need to dm us at rsr podcast on instagram or on twitter and i will make the change for you you can do up to three swaps for bachelor in paradise and with bachelor in paradise be careful, okay? I, because people will be coming in this whole season. So don't make all your swaps too early because what if somebody comes in and you've already given all your all your swaps? So just be careful with that. But yeah, you're allowed one for Survivor and three for Bachelor in Paradise. Um, Genevieve is the top scorer. So if you have Genevieve on your team, then that's probably one of the reasons why you're doing so good. And, um, Jill is, has the second most points. So if you have Genevieve and Jill, then you're probably doing well in fantasy. And with that being said with fantasy, um, I am finalizing after we get done with this podcast, I'm going to be watching some Survivor and some challenge documentary and when I'm doing that, I will be um, setting up the season 38 fantasy league for um, our podcast. We're going to be teaming up with Challenge Mania podcast just a little bit. And Scott is going to be donating um, a sticker pack to um, first, second, and third place. Awesome. So, yeah, that's cool for sure. I'm excited for that, and um, Paul's not doing a league this year, so that'll kind of be in place of that. Um, yeah. So, Abby, do you want to tell us a little bit about the craziness you've had going on and all the celebrations you've had going on this last week in your life? Sorry, I had to step outside. Um Beckham and Mitch just got back from soccer practice. So it was like chaos in there. Um, well, I'm sure if anyone listens to us, I'm sure you've seen on my Twitter that it was my little girl's fifth birthday. Um, hey, she's growing up too fast, my baby. And then it was my oldest um, 15th birthday on Monday. So we did a whole big thing for Kyler on Saturday. What and then we went to, huh? What did you do? Okay. Well, we did everything that she had told me that she wanted. <laughs> so as she, I had blown up like 50 balloons. Oh, she wanted balloons. 
And as she came down the stairs, this is so cheesy. Um, we started singing happy birthday. And as she came down the stairs, I started blowing bubbles. I had like a big bubble wand. <laughs> and then I put a princess crown on her because she wanted to be a princess. And then she walked into the balloons and she had, she wanted, she specifically had requested donut holes. So I had five donut holes on the plate with a candle in each one. Oh, so that started it. And then she um, opened up way too many presents. I'm talking like Christmas level. And yeah, it was just fun. And then um, we did, we were supposed to do Chuck E. Cheese and bowling on Sunday, but we ended up, two of our little friends came over and played for a couple hours. And then we went to Chuck E. Cheese. And by the time that was done, she was being like a tired, tired brat. So we're saving bowling for Friday because Shiloh wants to do that too. Um, and then her birthday party with like my friend, she wanted a birthday party in our, cause you know, we live in a cul-de-sac and in our driveway, like she had last year. So my friends and her friends and stuff are all coming over Sunday for her, her birthday party. Nice. Yeah. So it was fun. And of course, my 15 year old doesn't, you know, he doesn't care about all that. He got, he wanted Dairy Queen. So um, we celebrated last night. So we got him Dairy Queen and then he got a new computer. Oh, that's cool. Yes. So you had yeah, a weekend, huh? I did. I'm tired. I'm still tired. But we got part two coming up this weekend. So, so you'll I always say, I hate, I hate these months because. The middle, the middle child's birthday is in November, and then we have Christmas. Oh, it's a lot all at once. It's a lot in three months. So, yeah. I mean, we had told Shiloh that, I mean, the computer wasn't, wasn't cheap. And we're like, this is like your birthday and your big Christmas present. So, yeah. <laughs> heads up, don't be expecting too much for Christmas. So, right. Yeah. So that was, that was my fun, but. Well, that's awesome. Did you do anything fun, Michelle? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think my bro, oh, my brother came over to visit with the baby and hang out and helped me with yard work. And it was, that was wonderful. That's awesome. I know. It's like, I live in New Jersey and my family lives in Connecticut for the most part and Seth's family lives kind of far away so anytime anyone comes to visit us I'm really happy because it's hard for us to go too far with the baby so it's nice when people come to visit that's awesome yeah that's yeah. good um so on Saturday I took Brent to his very first Husker football game which the fact that he's lived in Nebraska or in Lincoln since he was like in high school and hasn't been to a game yet I mean he was long overdue because we don't have like NFL sports here. We don't have major league baseball here. We don't have anything like that. The only thing that we have is Husker football. <laughs> and so it's crazy because it's like, it's, it's like a, almost like an NFL stadium. Like NFL game. Yeah. There was like 86,000 people at this, in this crowd. Like it's, it's like a wow. big deal. So Nebraska, we're obviously we're a small state, but um, when, it is game day. The capacity of Memorial Stadium is 
it has more people in it to be like our third biggest city in the whole state. Wow. So, Who did they and Lincoln and then Grand Island, but then Memorial Stadium has more people in it on Saturdays than Grand Island does. Oh wow. Did so, he have fun? Yeah, it was super fun. We actually won, which um we haven't been the best lately, as I'm sure anybody who follows college football knows we're actually really bad. We just fired our head coach, and this is our second game with our um, like new coach, and um, kind of a big milestone for Nebraska. It's kind of, it's kind of embarrassing that it took this long, but um, we now have our first black um, head coach of any sport ever at Nebraska, so... Um, oh wow historical for us for sure so that's it's it's awesome and it was cool to see him pull out the win on his second game and it was just it was really cool so I was happy to be there happy to be a part of it happy to um take him to his first game um my my uncle is a doctor for the UNL athletes actually he has been the doctor for I don't even know like 20 plus years and uh he actually just a couple weeks ago got inducted into um, the Husker football hall of fame for what he does. So that was a cool thing too, to be able to um, bring him not only because Husker football is such a big deal in, in Lincoln, but also because like, I'm so tied to it personally. Um, wow. Congratulations to your uncle. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's cool for sure. But, yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. So that was my exciting thing that um, I kind of did this this week. So, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Like we all had a good weekend. I'm going to have the, like, most lame, exciting things. I'm going to be like, uh, I actually stepped foot out of the house this week. I'm like, you guys are going to have – you guys got to keep up the fun for me until Honestly, I can start I, more. I are going to be a lot of weeks that I'm like that too. <laughs> okay. No, I'm pretty lame. <laughs> I do want to do a lot of fall activities. Like, I want to go to the pumpkin patch. There's, like, this, um, like, Halloween light show that's at a state park that's about a half an hour. I really want to go to that. I don't know if we'll actually do any of it, but I want to do it. So, we'll see. That we'll sounds – I like that stuff. Yeah. I have so many good ideas. I like focus every year. So, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Me too. I just, I don't know. I love doing, doing new things or not even new things, but things that you don't get to do every day, you know? Yeah. Are you going to take Rhett um, trick-or-treating? You think uh, first no, one? I think I'll just have the kids come here and see him. I got, I got his Halloween costume over the weekend. Oh, what is he going to be? Or is it a surprise? Well, my husband wanted him to be a Ninja Turtle, so I, like, gave in, and we bought a Ninja Turtle costume off eBay or whatever. It's cute. No, that's pretty cute. But over the weekend, we there's, like, this children's thrift store here. Like, it's called Once Upon a Child. Yeah, we have and, one here, too. Oh, it's a big thing. Okay, cool. So it's everywhere. So it's actually, if you're a parent, it's actually a really good store because they have, like, $1 clearance things. I bought 30 outfits for him for a dollar each. Like, it's... Oh, and wow. wow. Grow out of this shit so quickly that it's like, it's the best. Um, but in the Halloween costume section, they had something called Jumping Joey. 
And it's like a baby kangaroo, and he has his own little kangaroo thing that he puts in the pouch. It just looks so cute. So I got him that. So he has two costumes now. <laughs> I did that for Tyler. It's not her first because she was only like 30 days old, but um, she just wore a little like Halloween onesie. But for her second one, I she had a couple because there are so many cute ones when they're babies. Like, Yes, exactly. That's why I was like, Seth, okay, Seth can have his Ninja Turtle. I get it. But I want some <laughs> cute animal too. So when I saw that, I made, I had to get it. Cute. Well, so you, I don't, you have stuff you can talk about. Okay. I forgot. Well, you're going to have to also remember my brain does not work like it used to these days. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Welcome well, to my world, girl. Is there uh, you have a baby. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the only one of, of us that is childless. I was telling Michelle the other day, I, I think we were training or maybe we were just talking, I don't remember, but I'm like, Christina, I was like, I hope Christina has a girl. She's going to be the best girl mom. I said, well, she'll <laughs> yeah. be a great mom, even if she has a boy, but she's just going to be like, she just needs a little mini Christina. I, I yeah, I I mean, not right now, but I when I'm like stable, you know, I I want I, a mini Christina for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, well, guys, I am I have hash browns on the stove now. We're having bacon, hash browns, and eggs. Okay, I'm doing the I'm doing the the breakfast thing for dinner. Nice. That's so good. Enjoy. I wish I could be there. All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in and um, we will see you soon.